Hi beautiful and welcome back to my podcast Life as a Single Christian Mom. I want to welcome those of you joining me for the very first time. My name is Madeline and during these podcasts I'll be talking about life experiences and things that have happened and also giving advice on what this journey has looked like. So welcome back to another episode of Mondays with Maddie. You already know that your girl's gonna say it. Your girl's gonna say it. We are in the uh, beginning of April and I just cannot believe that we are in April. I know I'm the time clock, but it's just so wild to even think that this um, year, like we are in month four. Can you believe that? And it's just, it's just so wild. I'm excited for this month because this month is going to be a good month. Um, This is Adrian's birthday month. We have Resurrection Sunday. We have, you know, Good Friday, all these good things happening this month. And I'm excited. You know, Adrian is going to be six years old. So to think (laughs) for one second that this little boy is turning six and just his own little personality and how, oh my goodness, how smart he is and just how much he's developed and just all of it. Like, I just, I love him so much and I just cannot believe and I cannot wait um, for his birthday. So yeah. Um, But before we get started, go ahead and grab your favorite mug. I have my tea. I made chai tea today. And this mug that I have, I was like kind of hesitant on using it, but I was just like, you know what? I'm going to use it today because today we're going to talk about some stuff and I don't have any notes prepared. It's not like my usual takedown. I do have verses that I want to share with you that were on my heart when I was, before I was getting ready. But, um, today's going to be a little bit different. Today is going to be a little bit different and, I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately, but here we go. But yes, this mug is um, like a smaller, wider one. So it's I love it. But it says, I don't give a sip. And how many times do you catch yourself saying that? I really don't care. I just don't care. It's better for me not to care. So <laughs> I feel like this is just perfect um, with today's message is it cost, you know, but before we get into that, I hope you guys all had an amazing week. We sure did. We had an eventful week, which was good. Um, Thursday, it was a multicultural event at the kids school. So that was fun. They had food trucks there, which was amazing. And they definitely had us walking around the entire school. Um, Aiden's and his little posse, which I came to find out and realize that he is the master organizer. <laughs> like my kid is the organizer of the posse. And I'm just like, ah, okay, <laughs> which is good. It's not bad, but this little boy is detailed oriented and he knows what he wants. And I'm just like, okay, awesome. But yeah, but it was fun to see him in his uh, atmosphere and his element, you know, with his friends and just all that Adrian as well too Adrian's just like I see Adrian he is more like the watcher like he'll watch Aiden you know um like don't mess with my brother if you mess with my brother you got problems with me type of thing and I just I just I laugh but I love it at the same time because they're wherever Aiden goes, Adrian's going, same thing, wherever Adrian's going, Aiden's following, you know, so that's, that's good, but, um, we had that, which was so much fun, we went with their bonus mom, and we were matching, and I still laugh about it, because I'm like, oh my goodness, like, we were totally matching, (laughs) like, and it's just so awesome, I'm just so thankful to God, because 
man, that relationship it was just blossoming. And it's, and I know, and I know that I know that I know that it's only because of the hand of God, because of the prayers, um, that I prayed. And I don't know if she's prayed prayers, but we'll find out because I will, um, interview her one day, but, <laughs> um, you know, it's just prayers that I've had and, and spoke to God about because, you know, in prayers for me, like, for the future, you know, whenever God does bring me my husband, like I want him to get along with, you know, um, the boy's dad and that, and her, and just all of that, you know, that's, that's important to me because I be, I feel like when there's harmony, things can just flow when there's harmony, there's peace when there's harmony, there's joy. So, but yeah, so we did that on Thursday and then Friday, um, in my community, they had food trucks as well. So you already know, like we just ate horribly the last, uh, on Thursday, Friday, and I try to be good for the rest of the weekend, you know, but, uh, yeah, so we had the, um, food trucks on Friday. It was the first Friday of the month. So they had all these food trucks and just all my neighbors outside. And it's just, it was so, so much fun. It was so good. Just seeing the boys together, playing with other kids. Like that's, that's what's important to me. That's how I grew up. We, I literally was talking to my mom about this yesterday. I remember growing up in New York and we had the hot house because (laughs) we had all the kids at our house all the time. Like we were at the bottom of the hill and everybody else, like all the kids. So it was like this long hill. And at the top of the hill was a cul-de-sac. And that's where either we would all be up there because obviously no cars were passing or everybody would be in our yard because I'm pretty sure we had the biggest yard growing up. We had a swing set there. We had the big, big field, you know, and we had the basketball hoop and just like all of it. So if you needed it, it was at our house. Plus, my mom loves kids, still loves kids to this day. So she was always cooking. We always had food at our house. (laughs) We always had food at our house. So, but it just, anyways, it took me back to that time playing as a kid. And, you know, times were different back in the early 90s, you know, so... You know, everybody was just more friendlier, I feel like, with your neighbors. But now everyone's, like, more cautious. Understandably so. But anyway, so we were outside and just seeing the kids um, play together and have fun. And I was able to talk to other parents and just be this community. I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. But I say all that because do you know how long it took to get here? (laughs) Do you know how long? Do you know how much pain, how many tears, how much uh, trial, how much, how many people talked? Like, why are you all the way out in, you know, on the other side of town when nobody's there to help you? Nobody, you have to drive 40 minutes to mom's house. You have to do this. You have to do that. It takes you almost an hour to get to work. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Because of the kids, because my drive and motivation is for Aiden and Adrian's protection, it's for Aiden and Adrian's community, it's for Adrian and Aiden not to be the statistic, you know. So, and today I'm saying all this because it ties into it cost, it cost whatever you want, it cost. I know you're probably like, well, what what cost, Maddie? This walk cost this wall cost, you know, to get the house you want, it costs to get the promotion you want, it costs to get the family you want and keep the husband you have. It costs. Okay. Vice versa to get the wife you want. It costs. 
and keep the wife. Just because you get the promise doesn't mean that your hands go off and you can go back into sin and do whatever you want. No, you still got to put in work. You still have to put in work. You still have to work. And I don't want you, because I know I got religious folks listening, right? I don't want you to say, well, Jesus paid and, and, and Jesus died and paid that price, you know, for me on that, on that cross. And he was resurrected. I get that. I, I totally understand that. And I'm not taken away from that. So that's why I want to put a stop to the religious thinking and just hear me out. Like, okay, you have a car and maybe this analogy isn't the best, but this is what just came to my mind. You have a car. It takes maintenance, right? You have a brand new baby. You just, you can't feed that baby one time. Breastfeeding moms, hello. I breastfed for 10 months, 10 long months. And the only reason I stopped was because I got into a really bad car accident and I just couldn't do it. But 10 long months I breastfed. And let me tell you, my son ate. (laughs) My son ate. He loved to eat and he still loves to eat. But every it felt like, especially in the beginning stages, every two, three, four hours, it was like a clockwork. I felt like a cow. It was like on demand, like he needed to eat. And let me tell you, just because I fed him at noon, okay, he's good for the rest of the day. No, you want that new puppy? It costs to take care of that new puppy. It costs. You have to walk it. You have to train it. You have to talk to it. You have to be involved. It costs. Bebe, esto cuesta. This walk cost. It cost. And 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 this isn't to discourage you. This isn't to um bring shame. This isn't to just be like, well, I guess I'm a failure. No, sis. No, sis. No, sis. Just because you've been down doesn't mean you have to stay down. Just because you've been down doesn't mean you have to stay down. If we can be honest, if we can have some girl talk, let's be real. We've all been there. We've all been down. We've all, you know, somehow managed to get up. And in those times when you're just like, man, I just, I just want to give up. When you're like, I talked about it last week, you know, about holding on, you know, when you're so close to that promise, when you just want to give up, when you feel like, man, I am literally like, ja, ja, yo me canse. I am tired. Um, this is where God reaches and pulls you out of that pit. And, 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 um, I feel like, I don't know how to say it in English, but como te sacude. like, you know, when you have a towel and you're at the beach and you like shake it off, you know? So, um, so the, uh, sand can get off of it the dust can get off of it. I feel like God does that with us like when we are at the very bottom and he like literally picks us up and he shakes us off like that little rag doll <laughs> you know like that little towel at the beach and to get us back in order to get us back in 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 on the road that we're supposed to be on you know again we face so many different things we go through so many different things we are mothers single mothers we're wives we're daughters we're friends we do we play all these different hats and it's just like man but god i just i just can't do it 
I can't do it. I feel like I've been having issues at work. I feel like I have been having issues with my family. I feel like it's just not a, it's just not good enough. You know, am I pushing too much church on my kids? Am I not? Am I being too mean to them? Am I being too strict to them? Am I, you know, am I being too relaxed with them? And not spending enough time. Am I giving them too much tablet time? Am I, what am I doing? God, like, you know, and if those moments that we catch ourselves, like, you know what, God, at the end of the day, I trust you. At the end of the day, you gave me all these roles. At the end of the day, I know that you are my father in heaven. And somehow, even when I look in the mirror and I don't trust myself, you trust me. I know that this walk is not easy, but you trust me. You rescue me. You're there for me when it becomes too heavy, when it becomes too much, when I feel like I'm on the ground and I just want to lay down and stay down. You reach out your hand and you pull me up. Just like it says in Psalms 18 verse 17, he rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. When your mental stability is very, it's it's shaken. When the friends around you or enemies around you, it just becomes too much. God will literally reach down and pull you up. I say all that to that when all these things are going out of whack and out of, you know, out of order and you're like, oh my goodness, why? It's because there is either preparation, a lesson, a blessing that's happening. Do, if we, if you've been following God for the last 24 hours, (laughs) you know that nothing just happens by accident, that God is just such a, a, He does everything on purpose for a purpose. And even when we feel like he's not working, he is working. And even when we're like, why is this even helping me? Why does this even matter? You know, I think about just like this past Friday to know that, um, the community we're in is such an involved community. Those were desires of my heart, my both of my neighbors to my right and to my left. I am just so thankful for both of them because I'm just like, oh my God, like, thank you, Jesus. Like, thank you, Jesus, for the relationships because these are things that were desires and prayers that I prayed. But before getting here to this place, do you, like the tears, only God knows. And that's another testimony for a different day, different time. But man, like the tears that I cried, the, the desires that I had, just the, like, my goodness, like, it's just so wild. Had I never went what I went through, I would have not gotten here. Had I given up then, I would have stayed over there and not gotten here. Have you ever heard that saying, um, this ain't, that ain't for the week. Have you ever heard that saying like, this ain't for the week, like baby, (laughs) like this walk, the walk to wherever you're trying to go with God, wherever your whatever desires in your heart, maybe it's just not even a spiritual walk. Maybe the, the promotion you have, maybe this marriage that you have, the relationships that you have, just, you know, you're trying to be a better daughter for me. Like it cost, it cost a lot for me and my mom to get into the space that we are. We talk every week. My, you know, my dad's always been my, my, uh, 
confidant, you know, heavy will, right? My confidant, right? That's how you say, okay. So my dad's always been my confidant, my partner, just somebody who I can trust and confide in. And my mom's relationship, if you've been listening, has, you know, hasn't been its best, but, you know, all glory to God, it has gotten so much better. But let me tell you, it cost. It cost for me just to stay quiet. It cost for me just to, like, just let it go. And I got to a point, I would say in November of 2021. So this recently, just to say, you know what, God, I don't, I don't have to understand. I don't understand Mildred. I don't understand her. I love her. I honor her. I protect her. She is my mama. You gave her to me. You gave me to her. (laughs) So the best thing that I can do is let go and let God let you mend whatever pieces in my heart that irk me when she says certain things and silence my mouth, put like a literal physical tape over my ho- my mouth, Lord, when I want to say something, when it's not appealing to my ears, you know, because how easy it is for us to go off the hinge because it's so easy, but it's in that moment when, when we don't say anything that our strength comes, I feel, because I'm like, okay, when you're silent, I feel, well, I feel in my heart, God is working. When you're going and you're just like, you know, and I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. And I'm going to tell them my two cents. Are you really letting God work? Or are you letting the flesh take over, take over? Are you allowing God to be God? Or are you allowing the flesh to take over? So I think about that, that relationship with my mom and where we are now, April of 22, just to think like, man, like she is really becoming my bestie. Like she is becoming my bestie. Now there are some things that my bestie does <laughs> that I'm like, okay, girl, you know, but I just know I have to remove myself from the equation and say, you know what? This is who she is. God, the same way that you've healed me, heal her. And I'm telling you, girl, I'm telling you, sis, I can tell you stories, <laughs> different conversation, different day. I can tell you stories of the ups and downs that I've had with my mother but when we learn to let go and let God and say, you know what? I don't give a sip. She wants to act like that. Cool. She wants to be like that. Cool. I am going to do what I know what God has told me to do. And that is what honor my father and my mother, right? Love them, respect them, care for them, you know, and just, just appreciate them because at the end of the day, they, she is the one who, who, who birthed me, right? So I say all this just to get into what I'm going to speak to you guys, because as I was preparing for this, you know, podcast, I was like, God, I really don't know what to talk about, but I do know that it costs. I do know that's what I heard. I do know that every, um, new milestone, um, just didn't happen. Like every new, new level, just, I just didn't get there just by accident. Like there had to be put effort and in order to keep it there, I have to maintain it, you know? So as I was getting ready, I, Proverbs 31, 25 came to my heart and I was like, okay, I, I know that verse from the front to the back. I've read it all, like all the time. It's one of my verses that is my go-to. She is clothed in strength and dignity and she lasts without fear of the future. That is one of my, like, I would say life verses. Like I, that Proverbs 31, because I see myself and I am strong. I'm confident. I am clothed in strength and dignity. I believe in the promises of God. I'm like, okay. But then he was like, read the entire chapter. 
Okay, I was like, okay, Lord. So we're going to read, I'm going to read Proverbs 31, 10 through 31. And it says, a wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like merchant. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servant. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her, out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She. For her text, she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the the distaff and grabs the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Sis, I want you to take a moment and just soak that in. And I know that was a lot that I just read. And maybe you're like, Maddie, but I'm not married. Maddie, I don't I don't have a boyfriend. And maybe you are like that married woman. You're like, that's me, girl. That's me. That's me. That's so me. <laughs> okay, sis. Um, at the end of the day, we are all daughters of a king, right? And even if you are single right now, do you know who your husband in heaven is? Do you know, even if you're married, who your husband in heaven is? He has full confidence in you. And you lack nothing of value. Sis, I know that you are probably tired and you're like, God, give me the strength. It says it here. It says it here, she gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants, right? She works her hands, the works of her hands, and works with eager hands, right? Her arms are strong. She opens her hands to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. 
She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she can laugh at the at will laugh at the days to come without without fear. And you're like, okay, but how does this all make sense, Maddie? How does this all like I don't get it, sis? Even this woman, this Proverbs 31 woman, which I'm declaring that you are, even her, which is in the Bible, the book of the Bible, the, the book of Proverbs, book Proverbs 31, if you go, even her had to work. Even it cost her. It cost her getting up early. It cost her, you know, making sure that her family was fed. It cost her. To make sure that, you know, she, she bought a field, right? With her own earnings. It cost her. It cost her. Yes, you know, th- this is talking about her husband and how he honors her and how she, you know, this um, woman is just like, when I think about the Proverbs 31, I just think about this glamorous woman who <laughs> nobody sees behind the scenes, like what's going on, but she still gets up, puts on her makeup and, and goes, you know, and I think about that and I think about us here, who we are, and maybe if you don't know me and I don't know you personally, but, and I, I, I just want to declare that you are that Proverbs 31 woman that it costs no matter what you are doing, no matter where you are right now in your life, that it costs, it costs to get up, baby girl. And even if I don't see you, there's a God that sees you. Your father in heaven sees you. Even if you're married, you're like, well, you know, my husband really don't appreciate me that much. But you know what? Your father in heaven, your husband in heaven appreciates everything you're doing. It costs. So when you're when you're at home and you're like, man, I am the only one picking up the slack. And I'm talking to the single moms right now. I'm talking to the married women. I'm talking to the women who are just, you know, don't have any children or aren't married. I'm talking to you. And you're like, man, why does it have to be so hard? Why is this this? Why is it that? Why is this? You know, all those thoughts that you may be having in your mind. But think about this. It says, when it snows, she has no fear for her household, for her household is all clothed, right? It says that. Your household, your home, you, where you and God reside, when you and God dwell, when you and the Holy Spirit get down and talk and just have the one-on-ones convo, you're protected. You're protected. When you feel like giving up when you feel like nobody's watching when you feel like man Maddie like <laughs> girl you just don't know like nobody appreciates this no another kid say thank you I feel like it's it's I'm doing it and there's no reward it says this is one of my favorite verses but it says but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised charm is deceptive beauty is fleeting but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. If you are in a season right now where you're like, man, Maddie, like, I just want to stay down. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to, I just can't. I want to give up. I want to give in. This seems to be too much. This seems like this is just, it's not enough. You know, whatever I do, whatever, you know, it just feels like my, my, 
my strength is 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 gone. Like I, I can't do this. Go back to Proverbs 31 and read it whenever you need that encouragement and read it because it it tells you she is clothed in strength and dignity. She gets up early. She's she's going through it. Our girl is a worker. Our girl is working. Our girl is up in that field. Our girl is, you know, making sure her family is clothed, okay, with fine linens, not no raggedy um clothes with dirt on them no our our girl is making sure that her and that her and hers are good so meaning she and her family are good so when you want to give up think about the bigger picture think about who you're doing it for think about why you're doing it for think about the reward maybe you're not seeing the fruits right now but think about you know just like it takes time to plant and for the tree to grow think about your children when they get older Think about that and the and the ways that you're setting them up. Think about that. Think about what, think, uh, fine, if you're like, well, maybe, you know, my kids, um, who knows how they react when they get older, but I don't really, you know, I don't really have that much confidence in that, you know. Think about what God sees when he sees you. Think about when you get to heaven, how big your reward will be. I know you're probably tired and you're exhausted and you're like, I just want to reach the new level. But think about what's the bigger purpose. It costs, it just, it just can't like, it never said, I don't see anywhere here and Proverbs 31 where it says, yeah, um, she stayed at home and she was lazy and her husband took care of all her needs. Like, (laughs) I mean, it's possible, you know, you could do that, you know, but think about it when you're just like, man, I work and work and work and this is all I do. And you know, I just, I'm trying to keep it together, but I just can't think about the work. Think about how much it cost, Right. I think about Ruth. Ruth was in the field working. Ruth was in the field working. This Proverbs 31 woman was working. A wife of noble character. She is worth far more than Ruby's babe. You, woman of God, Proverbs 31 woman, are a wife of noble character. You may be single right now, but the man that finds you, girl, woman of God, you may be married right now. And you're like, my husband don't see my worth. Like, he don't see this. He don't see that. No, sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. Just we're going to pray for this man because if God joins y'all together, we're going to pray for him. You know, now if he, now I'm not talking about like if he's like abusing you, all that stuff, it's time to let it go. But I'm talking about that man of God who just, you know, gets out of line sometimes <laughs> and just says some things sometimes you're like, whoo, baby, um, just pray for him, sis. A wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her. Her husband, my husband in heaven has full confidence in me. Even when I don't see my strength, even when I don't see my worth, even when I don't see that I can even climb that mountain, and get to the top, he is walking right alongside with me. 
right along next to me. He is, he's walking with me. He is encouraging me. He is pushing me through. My husband has full confidence in me. God has full confidence in me. I just, I just can't even, God has full confidence in me. All those mornings that when you're getting up, says, and taking your kids to school or doing this and running here, running there, it's all for a purpose. It caused, you know, nobody said that being a mom, being a single mom, being a wife, being who you are right now was going to be easy, but you're here. And you know what that means? You are not alone. You are not alone at all. It says her arms are strong for her task. Whatever your tasks are, says, whatever you're doing when you feel like, man, this is just, I just cannot do it. I want to stay down. Think about the task that God has given you. Think about the, the, the schedule that you have. And you're just like, my God, like I did not, I just did what, what in the world? Think about the task that you have. And it says it right here in Proverbs 31, her arms are strong for her task. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. When I see this verse and when I see that she gets up early, what does that tell me? She is not sleeping. Sis is not sleeping. Sis is up 24 hours. It feels like sis is up going and going and going. Like when does it end? And, and it says like, if this Proverbs 31 is married, she's a married woman and you're a single mom and you're like, man, like now I can see where this relates. Now I see where this, you know, uh, um, clashes in together, you know, like she was married and still working and hustling. Like you were a single mom girl. It's grind time, baby. <laughs> like We can do this. You can do this, sis. No matter where you find yourself, married, single, whatever, widowed. I don't know what your story is, but I want to speak to women in just general. Like girl, wherever you are in your story, you are strong. Your arms are strong for the task. The weight, you feel like the weight is on your shoulders. Sis, you know what? Say, God, you gotta, you gotta reach down and help me with this one. If we don't go through the tough times, saying, if we don't go through these trials, if we don't go through preparation, if we don't go through the pruning, if we don't go through what feels unbearable. We will never get to the other side. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay stuck. And every time I think about like, like tough moments, I think about a woman giving birth. I think about myself when I gave birth because your girl gave birth with nothing, like nothing. Like it was all natural. And, um, I think about, from the moment that my water broke to the moment we got into the hospital. And when my water broke, I was super chill. I took a shower, blow dry my hair, straightened my hair, got all pretty, went to the hospital. Woo! In that car ride, things escalated 
quickly. And in that moment, like I remember getting to the hospital and it just being so like I was telling the nurses, the baby's coming now, the baby's coming now, the baby's coming now. And they're like, no, we got to check you. We got to check. We got to check. And that's when they checked it. And they were like, oh my gosh, she's the baby's coming. Da, da, da. And, and when I was laying down in that bed, I remember the sweetest nurse and I wish that I knew her name. I wish that I had just some type of, um, something to, to get to her because just to thank her because from that one after I gave birth to Adrian, I didn't see her again. But, um, when I was laying down on the bed and they were trying to get all the other nurses in and the doctor and blah, 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 whatever. Um, I'll never forget. Like she literally held my hand. She looked me, she looked me in my eyes and I was laying down on the bed. She held me and she like, she held my hands and she was like, Ani, you have to breathe. It's going to be okay. You have to push. And in that moment, I did not want to push. I did not want to go through it. I was in so much pain. I just, and not even pain. I think it was more the fear. That's the word. Because I didn't feel pain. Like I wasn't screaming. I wasn't crying. I think I was just in fear. Like what is happening? You know? And she literally like just, she like spoke to me, like literally made eye contact with me and just speaking to me and guiding me through. And I didn't want to push because of fear. Think about where you are right now, where you are, you are pregnant with the promise. You are pregnant with what God is doing in your life. You are pregnant and and you're just like, man, I just, what am I doing? Like, this doesn't make sense. Like he told me to go here. He told me to move here. The Holy Spirit just, you, you told me to apply for this job. Now I'm making less or now I'm making more, but it's more aggravating in my other job. I had more peace and I made less money, but I just don't know. You have me taking this. You have me doing here. You have me like, I really don't know, but you're trusting. And you can't go back now because you're in it. That's where I was when I was literally laying down about to give birth with Adrian. Like, there's no going back. <laughs> like, he's coming. This child is coming. And I remember just the pain and the fear and the worry, like, of what is about to happen, what is about to, to, to take place, right? And it was just like this my heart rate was amped up, like all of it, all of it, just everything, the emotion. And then I give birth to Adrian, which happened very quickly. And he's here and everything just went away. The fear, the worry, the anxiety, just all of it went away because I birthed the promise. Where are you in your life that you're like, man, this costs too much, man, that carrying a baby costs. And I had a very hard pregnancy and I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it in my physical body, my physical strength. It took so much out of me, so much strength to be able to do this pregnancy. And when I tell you that we, when you are on the verge to give birth to the promise, it, you're going to feel like, why does this have to happen like this? Why is this happening like this? God help me. I feel like every Satan in hell is like after me right now, Lord, because I just feel like what is going on? Like it is easier just to lay down. But sis, if you lay down, you'll miss it. If you lay down, you'll stay down. And I don't want you to stay there. Babe, 
I had to give birth to Adrian because he was right there. Many mothers, you guys can relate right now. I, I was right there and he had to come. Like there was no going back. Adrian could not stay inside of my belly. Just like this promise that God has that you've been praying for, that you are in the middle of, that you are on the verge of that breakthrough where you're like, man, God, like what is this? Your arms are strong for the task. You may doubt yourself, but God doesn't doubt you. You may second guess yourself, but God doesn't second guess you. You may want to quit, but God knows that you're not going to quit. In these moments where you are just over it and you are ready to give birth to the promise, hang on, (laughs) hang on. Just like this Proverbs 31 woman, just like you are a Proverbs 31 woman. She stayed up late and woke up super early. She woke up super early. She made her, she made sure that her family was good and still went about her business. Wherever you are right now, sis, keep going. Keep going. You are this Proverbs 31 woman. You are a woman with, who speaks with wisdom and um, faithful instruction comes from your tongue and you can watch over the affairs of your home and you laugh without fear of the future and you are clothed in strength and dignity. Sis, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I know you're probably like, oh my goodness, not what I wanted to hear today, but you have to keep going. Nobody said that it was going to be easy. Nobody said that the promise was going to happen just like this. Like, okay, maybe you find yourself that you're married and you're like, man, this man is driving me crazy. And you're throwing around the the, the D word like it's nobody's business. Girl, no, baby. And this is the man that you know for sure that God said, hey, this is who you're supposed to be with. This is who you're married to. This is the, this is the union that I brought together. You know, the Holy Spirit brought together. It says, it, it, it costs. It, it, you, had to, you have to maintain it. Vice versa, man of God. Like, if this is the woman that God brought to you, it's time to maintain it. Your kids. You're like, I never thought that being a parent was going to be this hard. What? It is hard. It is treacherous at times. It's annoying at times, (laughs) right? Like, can we be real? Can we be really real? Sometimes you just want peace and quiet, but you know what the bigger task is, is what? Taking care of those babies. It costs. You can't just feed them chicken nuggets and have them fend for themselves, (laughs) even though that, that makes some sense sometimes, right? If we could be real, but we know that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to love and nurture and take care of them and, and speak life into them and speak, um, joy over them. Right. Think about it. What, where are you at? Where are you right now? And you're like, man, Maddie, this is treacherous. I don't know what that is for you. I don't know what that is for you. But you know what that is for you. And ask yourself, you know what, God? Help me. Help me in this season that I'm at. 
because me está costando. It cost me a lot. <laughs> it cost, costing me my time, my patience, my 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 mental health, all of it. It's it's costing me this, God. But I know it's for the greater good. I know for that for for here something is being birthed here. I know that there is preparation that happens here. For us single women, like when we don't have our kids, like it's good. It could be so easy. You can go out on the streets and be in the streets. But is that is that going to be beneficial to your growth with God? Is that going to be beneficial for you in the long run? Absolutely not. What do you have to do? You have to be home, right? <laughs> Stay in your word, pray, make sure you're surrounded with the right people, right people of influence, right? Because Girl, the last thing we want to do is turn back to them streets. It's so easy to be out in there. The hard part is being at home alone and really like just, okay, what can I work on me, God? What can I work on me? You have me here in this season alone. No, I'm not alone because you're with me. No, I'm not lonely because you're with me. But help me with these thoughts, these emotions, these things, you know? Um, what, wherever you find yourself, wherever you find yourself, even if you are married and you're like, I feel alone. Like, I know that I'm here with my husband, but I feel alone. Ask God, like, how do, how do I work? How do I maneuver myself in this season? How do I work in this season? You have me here in this season for a reason, Lord. How do I work through? Because there's something that is being birthed here there's something that's being prepared here there's there's a blessing that's about to happen from here and i have to be here i can't skip this step so sis i'm speaking to you you cannot skip this step i couldn't get pregnant with adrian and give birth to him tomorrow no it took nine months it took nine months so where you are right now do not give up if you have to tell yourself, I don't give a sip. They want to talk about me. Okay. They want to say things about me. Okay. They say I'm being this way, that way, whatever. Okay. You know what? God is doing a work in me. And this is me on um, me and Jesus time. And that's what it is. Sis, I just wanted to clear over you again that you are that Proverbs 31 woman. So if you need to go read in, in you know, Proverbs 31 and read the whole chapter and just say, okay, God, help me dive in through each verse and dive in and say, um, okay, you say I'm a wife of noble character. Okay. You say I'm, I'm worth far more than rubies. Like just speak to him. Talk with him, talk with your husband in heaven. Remind yourself she was out there working girl. We working too. She was out there buying fields. We going to be buying fields too, sis. Her family was taken care of. Your family is taken care of too. Your clothing, strength, and dignity. Don't worry about what's ahead. Only God knows what's ahead. Where you are in this moment, you cannot skip this level. You are exactly where you need to be. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up and I want to thank you for listening and tuning in. I appreciate all of you and I hope you all have a blessed week. If you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and send this to anyone who may need to hear this for more of the daily dose of my life and also see my two beautiful little boys. Follow me on Instagram and see the face behind the voice. Go ahead and follow me on IG life underscore with underscore Maddie underscore and also 
for our podcast IG is lascm.podcast and that's on IG. Thank you guys and stay blessed.